This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey y'all, this is Laura Heck with Marriage Therapy Radio. This is episode 17. We're going to be talking about cell phone addiction or, you know, maybe it's um, cell phone preoccupation, but either way, it's certainly affecting the way in which you show up in the world, how you show up in your relationships, and we wanted to talk about it. Also, you guys, we have our very first sponsor. Can you believe it? Uh, So this is through Bagby and we'll be sharing more information, including a promo code for you to use on Etsy. Um... And a little hint, Zach is going to give you the wrong promo code, but it's MTR55. And I will share that again with you midway through. You'll also notice that my audio is a little funky. Uh, Newsflash, I'm not on vacation, but Zach is. So, um, yeah, good for Zach being in Mexico and warm. Meanwhile, in Salt Lake City, Utah, we just got a foot and a half of snow, which is actually pretty amazing because it's been a dry winter here. And we're all very excited to have some snow on the ground. Okay, so let's get on with the show. Hey. What's up, Zach? Uh, what is up? What, uh, at this very moment, I am probably in Cabo San Lucas. Oh, that's fancy. If I was to imagine what you were doing, what are you doing? You're reading. Well, I, I'm reading a book by the pool. Huh? I don't know where my kids are. And mm-hmm. I probably have a plate of chips and guacamole and a two-for-one margarita special near me within Just arm's reach. working on the dad bod super, super hard. I've been trying, but um, <laughs> but I don't, try, I don't try at all during my vacation. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what vacation's for. You know, I have actually gone on vacation with my best friend and her husband multiple times, and that's the time when they work out the hardest is when they go on vacation. It drives me absolutely nuts because all I want to do is hang out and enjoy myself and be comfortable. And then they will get up at the crack of dawn to go lift weights and run and not eat. And it just makes me feel like crap no, to be with I want to sit still. I want to sit so you, still. And you know what yeah. I like the best about it is it's really a time. It's a week. We go to the same place all the time and we're very comfortable with the routine. And it's a time that Rebecca and I just sit next to each other for like seven straight days. Yeah. And we nice. just either talk or don't talk or hang out, but we're just... 
in the same space at the same time, and it's it's mm-hmm. very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're listening to this after I get back from Cabo, then you can imagine me sitting at my desk in my office, which is what I'm currently doing, finishing a Caesar salad. So, Zach, let me ask you this question. Um, you are on your way to Cabo with your wife, and your two girls are going with you as well. Yep. And um, tell me this. If you were to have a really epic story to tell mm-hmm. me when you get back, okay. what would it be? You're cheating. This is I do this. Um, I know. This is your, your line, and I'm using it on you. Yeah, that's a great question. I think... Um, of course, it's a great question. You're the one who developed the question. No, I think if we, um, if for us, we're such creatures of habit, right? If we just like hit our marks and we enjoy our time and it doesn't rain, um, then we're good. I mean, we don't need anything. My favorite story is that last year when we went, we made friends with a street magi- magician, a street magician. Magician. Did you see that string of drool yeah, that I pulled magic, out of my mouth just Magic now? performer. <laughs> and, um, and he gave me his phone number. And so now I've called ahead and we've already booked him for two nights to come and just hang out with us and show us magic um, at this one restaurant we go to. So, um, so when you said that you made friends with this man, what you actually did was you just made business partners with him? I mean, I mean you just, I make, I, you're paying he, him no. for his friendship? I pay him for his friendship, yeah. And make sure that he's available on the yeah. night that I need him to be available. Okay, cool. I would not mind taking money from you to be your friend. He gets a lot of money because I, I invite like four or five couples that we meet at the resort. We go on Friday and I'm yeah. like, hey, we're going to have this guy there. Just make sure you tip him real nice. And so he makes a, a uh-huh. ton of money and he he gives yeah. us a private show for like three hours. Okay. <clears throat> well, take pictures and I hope it's everything you ever wanted it to be. Me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> what's up with you? Anything new? Um. No, you know what? Holden's been really sick recently. And I think I've told you in the past that I, I'm really bad about caring for sick people. Yes. And dad's out of town. And so it's kind of like all on my shoulders to be a good parent right now. Yeah. And not only that, but just like not to do the Nordic thing, which is to ignore sickness and treat it. I literally said that to my son. He wakes up in the middle of the night. He's like, mommy, I'm sick. Give me medicine. I said, the best medicine is water and sleep. Go back to bed. And, uh, but you know what I had to, I actually took him to the doctor and he didn't have a temperature and there was nothing wrong with him other than the fact that he has been in pain and has been exhibiting flu symptoms for the last two days. But pat on the back for me being a good parent and actually making sure that there wasn't something wrong with him. So that's what I've been doing the last few days is just tending to my ill child. Right on. Cool. And then silently cursing my husband for being gone <laughs> during this time. Um, but he's preparing to go on his heli skiing trip. He's going to go up to um, to Canada and he's going with two other guys and they're all going to be doing this whole heli skiing thing for five days. And um, you know what? One spouse to another. This has been my husband's dream since I met him. Mm. And I think we've known each other for 13 years now. And um, it finally became available for him to do that and available by the means of just financially, he's able to to pay for it. Mm. And I I was like, go do be. Um, and so I'm biting my tongue with the fact that <laughs> there's a lot of things I wish he wasn't doing, but I'm really happy for him. And he's going to be his biggest cheerleader, and I'm really excited for him. Well, I'm really glad that he doesn't listen to the podcast because um, then he will not hear you bite your tongue. Hey, I'm also glad <laughs> that uh, that so 
my wife occasionally listens to the podcast. I hope she doesn't listen to this one because we're going to talk about something today that she will accuse me of being a hypocrite about and mm, very bad at. Interesting. Yeah, right on. You know, I, what, I'm, you know what I'm talking about. You know what we're talking about. I do know. It's true. What is it? We're talking about the use of technology yep. and how it can hinder the relationship. Specifically, I think we're going to be talking about cell phones. Yeah. No, I can't tell you the number of times that um, when, when couples are in my office and they're reporting kind of what their life is like at home, how often the phone comes up as a distractor or as a as something that allows them to turn away from the relationship. Um, of course, yeah. one partner generally has uh, that major complaint. And what I hear, I don't know if you yeah. do, is that the second partner will say something like, well, you're on your phone just as much as I am. And mm-hmm. so it's this weird. So that's what Rebecca would say about you. You're on the, you're on your phone. No, what Rebecca would say is, oh, yeah. So you're helping people like figure out how to not be on their phones, but you're also oh, on your phone yeah. all the time. So uh-huh. we've actually come up with some solutions that I'm happy to talk about a little bit later. Ironically, or not yeah. ironically, but uh, um, what's the word? A couple couple podcasts ago, we were joking about needing the sponsors and advertisers and one of the, um, we got one and, um, Ta-da! organically that, that I'm happy to, to talk podcast. about. Yeah. And we're going to, um, talk about that a little bit later, but let's talk more about, uh, what you're seeing in your practice and how we can be of help to folks that are, mm. that are bringing this issue into their offices. Well, I would say a couple of things. Um, it's funny because I teach on this every time I teach the seven principles for making marriage work. Mm. And one of, one of the issues that's coming up in relationships is uh, digital distraction. And so I had just gotten done teaching to 100 professionals and I go out to eat for dinner with my husband and my son. And we're sitting at the table and I look down and just across from us are two separate couples, uh, older couple, younger couple. And both of them are on their cell phones. So there's four cell phones out and there's these two separate tables and nobody's looking at each other and nobody's talking. So I pulled my cell phone out and I took a picture nice. and I sent it to my, I sent it to my teaching partner and I said, look what I see right now. Mm. Um, and it's kind of a joke in, in our sort of like small group here that anytime, anytime we are in community with friends and cell phones are out and people are texting, uh, one or everyone will say at some point, Hey, look, we're all being alone together. Um, because everybody's on their cell phone and they're all doing it. And it, have you noticed that it's a little, uh, uh, what is it called? Contagious. If one person pulls their cell phone out and you're in a group, it's almost as, as if it's like yawning. When one mm-hmm. person yawns, your natural reaction is to yawn. I have seen that happen. It's like a chain reaction mm-hmm. where people just watch. Next time you are out um, for dinner and one person pulls their cell phone out, just watch how quickly other cell phones start to happen. Well, it's interesting. Uh, the New York Times just published an article about this exact same thing and essentially said, when you're out to dinner, play this game. Play a game uh, to see how long it will last with no cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and then they even went a little bit further to say that um, the second the first cell phone comes out, that's the end of dinner. Wow. We're no longer having dinner together because now I'm right. um, somewhere else. So the thing that I've noticed, which is really fascinating when couples begin to complain about this is 
they're sitting in my office. There's three of us in there. And all three of us know, all of us know, that if I reach over and pick up my phone and start kind of just browsing it, and I'm like, I'm with you. No, I got you. I'm totally here. We all know that that is inappropriate. That's out of bounds, off limits. Um, yeah. It's just yeah. not cool. And even though couples are are investing their own money in my time, I get annoyed when mm-hmm. one of them picks up the phone, whether it's a... And it actually happens. Oh, yeah. That's the surprising oh, yeah. thing. It, it happens in session. It doesn't happen a ton for me, but I do find myself going, mm-hmm. this isn't cool. And I realize that the reason that that is true is because the rules are understood by everyone in the room. For 50 mm-hmm. minutes, this this is not allowed. Right. This is sacred space. And I think the reason that it gets frustrating at home is because those rules aren't universally understood. People don't have this universal agreement that phones mm-hmm. are or are not allowed in this space and time. So it's easy for us to lose track of who's using it the most or who's using it when or when it's okay or when it's not okay. You know, my 10-year-old is like, she doesn't care about the one time I'm using the phone. She cares about all the times I'm using the phone because I've got a good reason every single time. Oh, we all do, don't we? We all have super good reasons. I'm just returning this one email or I'm trying to finish this one article or whatever. And... um, (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But I do think it's an it's a problem. Like I think it's a it's a problem that we hear about, yeah. and that I think that there are meaningful uh, solutions for. Yeah. Well, that was something this year at the very beginning of the year, and I think I actually mentioned it in a previous episode when when it was a New Year episode, and I was telling you about my New Year's resolutions, and I created a phone jail, mm-hmm. um, and it's not just a phone jail, but it's a device jail. And it was intended to to do two things, which I'm really bad at. And one is to put our devices uh, in a charging mode because my phone is perpetually going dead. And you know that because we have been doing the podcast and my phone has died, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, which we use to look at each other. So if you are listening to this for the first time, I'm in Salt Lake City and Zach's in Seattle. And we use another device to be able to look at each other. Um, and then also a place to put phones when you walk in the door. So the idea in our house, and it doesn't happen, uh, but definitely at dinner, it happens. It's a sort of a universal rule that at dinner, cell phones are not welcome at the table. Um, speaking of cell phones. Way to go. On You're ruined my entire, Sorry. my entire experience. This <laughs> I think it was timely. Yeah. yeah, I think it was just timely. Um, so that's one thing that we have done. What have you guys done? What's, what are you seeing that to be able to be more present with your loved ones? Well, I mean, we have a couple things going on, right? Like we have the two of us and then we have a 14-year-old with a phone. And we are struggling. Right. We are struggling to find the right kind of boundaries. Um, but this is where our little kind of sponsorship thing comes in because we found a solution yeah. for our home called Bagby. And it's a project that I discovered first on uh, Indiegogo or Kickstarter. And it's really just um, a bag. Uh, a, they call it a sleeping bag for your phone that we have. Uh-huh. I think that's really clever. Yeah. We have one of them. Uh, we have two of them right outside of our bedroom and then we have one on our kitchen table. And so if you're at our kitchen table, the phone goes in the bag and 
uh-huh. Rebecca and I are working on really trying to make um, our bedroom phone free. And so we have wow. we put the we put the phones in the bag before we go in in the evening. Um, yeah. And you know, a lot of people there's all kinds of statistics about how the phone invades the bedroom and how that's problematic. And a lot of people want to say, mm-hmm. "Oh, but I use it for my alarm clock." But um, yeah, Bagby's really cool because um, if you if you purchase a certain kind of package, they they include an alarm clock for you. So you don't get to have that oh, excuse. Oh, what a novel idea. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to think about, uh, having a, an alarm clock. That's so weird. Yeah. An actual alarm clock with batteries and a face that, you're, that your kids probably don't know how to read because uh-huh. analog clocks don't exist anymore. <laughs> but I think we, um, I was talking to, um, to the guy who founded Bagby, and he was giving me all of this sort of research about really what's going on. His name is Juan, and he... Um, he said something that was really interesting to me, which is that there used to be a time when people would, um, when cigarettes were ubiquitous, people would smoke cigarettes in restaurants, they would come over to your house and they would just assume that they could smoke. And then culture started to shift a little bit and all of a sudden restaurants didn't have smoking sections and people started saying, Hey, I would appreciate it if you didn't smoke in our house. And his whole vision and plan, which I think is, is part of the solution is this idea that what if restaurants became started having like no phone sections or they became phone free. Yeah. Or what if when people came over to your oh, house, Oh, it's so brilliant. People came over to your house. You said, Hey, so glad you're here for dinner. Let's put our phones in this bag mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just use it to uh, make sure that you connect with each, with the people that are actually in the room versus always turning your attention outside the room. You know why I love the idea? Um, well, I love the restaurant idea. And I actually think I saw something recently about how, dangerous that can be. There was one coffee shop that intentionally did not have Wi-Fi because the idea was that you would come and connect with people, actually communicate with people at a coffee shop like, uh, you know, people used to do back in the day, um, talk face to face. Because it's kind of interesting, like how many times do you find yourself, you actually have done this. I have been the recipient of rapid text messages because you're at a an establishment. It's probably a brewery, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And you are rapid fire texting me mm-hmm. with ideas about this podcast or let's do this uh, for a business idea. Um, and it's so interesting how the it, technology really does take you away from being present in the moment or being present with the people that you're with. But I do love the idea of creating like a tradition that when you walk into a home and you traditionally take your shoes off out of respect for somebody else's home, mm. what if you put your phone in your shoe or put your phone in a bag B and it was a way to just sort of pay homage and respect to the person. And one of the things that we say um, in our family is basically, uh, I don't need to answer that. Like, did you ever have a rule growing up when you were yeah, at the kitchen sure. table having and somebody would call on that that actual telephone that, that to the wall. dialed into your yeah. home. Yeah, exactly. Um, the saying that we used to have is, uh, "I'm I'm having dinner with the people that I love right now. I don't need to communicate with anybody else. Like you're the ones that I want to be with." Yeah. And it was always like out of respect that I'm not going to hop up and answer the phone. It's likely a solicitor, um, or maybe grandma. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, because you are the ones that I am respecting. But I love that there is an idea, kind of like a motion that we could be going through. Um, and be part of something pretty substantial and changing culture. Well, I think so. And I think, you know, to me, a lot of this stuff comes back to the rules that we have in our home, Um, whether it's sex or housework or 
you know, uh, phone, cell phone usage. I mean, there is plenty of research out there about why cell phones are as captivating as they are, why they grab our attention in the way that they right. do. But right. I think it ultimately comes down to that, that notion of that I discovered in my office. You know, there aren't, if you guys say, hey, from five to seven, Mm-hmm. It's there's no good reason to be on your phone, or during dinner, right. or after yeah after nine p.m. or whatever. Um, yeah, and I think that the, the the reason couples get into trouble is because they don't have a clear sense of the shared rule that is designed uh-huh. to govern their relationship. And so, one partner may think one thing is appropriate or okay, and the other partner may think something else is totally fine. And if they're not aligned or they're not aware then it's a problem. And I think people just need to dial that up a little bit. It needs to be a conversation. I don't even care what the rule is. Honestly, I don't even care. I don't think that matters. Um, Mm. I think what matters is that you have it um, and that you share it. Um, And in our house, we're trying to figure out how to use this one product that we found. And we're going to provide a link to that product so that you can, Mm -hmm. um, to Bagby, so that you can pick it up or check it out. if you don't want to wait for the link, you can go to Etsy and just search Bagby, which is B-A-G-B-Y, bag B, and use the code M-T-R. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on here. I'm just going to interrupt this podcast just for a second. I need to give you the correct code. So whatever Zach just said, just disregard it. The actual code that you want to write down so that you can get a discount at the Bagby Etsy shop is M-T-R for Marriage Therapy Radio, 55. No spaces, all caps. MTR 55. Okay, so back to your regularly scheduled program. You can use the code and uh, that'll help you um, help, help let them know that you heard about it here. And, um, mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't matter. It can be Bagby. It can be a Crown Royal bag. It can be um, just uh, <laughs> your shoe. Um, it can be any rule yeah. at all that helps create clarity about um, what is getting in the way of having you turn toward one another which ultimately is our goal is to help couples turn toward one another. Yeah. I have to tell you, I don't know if you've seen this image. It's one of the most powerful images that sticks in my mind as far as being a parent and being more intentional about how technology, specifically the phone, is showing up in my life with my child. And it's an image of from the child's point of view. So mm-hmm. imagine that you are three years old and you're staring up at your parent and you see the legs, the arms, the neck, hair. And then for the face, all you see is the back of the cell phone, Mm. because that's basically what a kid is seeing constantly. Mm. And it just sort of brings tears to my eyes thinking about that being the image that my child has of me. And Holden recently has has kind of gotten to it and he will go, no, (laughs) no phone. I I get it. Um, My 10 year old is the same way. And the difference and and the thing about Holden and Mary is that they don't own phones. Mm-hmm. So they don't have, they they know what it's like to kind of look around and not be stuck in a screen. And it's almost like they're doing us a favor. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking about the car mm-hmm. and how uh, there is, I have, I've, when I've taught my classes, um, I've opened it up for discussion and talked about some rules that have been established in each person's home. And one rule that I really loved was anytime you are the driver, um, the passenger has to put their phone away. So uh, unless you are using, you know, navigation or whatever it might be, but when you're the driver, you are oftentimes wanting to engage in conversation with the passenger. 
But if you are a lot like our uh, situation, whenever you're the passenger, you're like, oh, good, I get to catch up on emails and I can sit there with my phone and I can look at social media, just chill out a little bit. I don't have to be the driver. But in this woman's household, they made it a rule that the passenger has to put their phone away and engage in conversation with the driver. And I really love that. Um, because uh, maybe you have figured this out, but when you can trap your teenagers and your family in a car, it's when some of the best conversations mm-hmm. happen. They're stuck. Yeah. Well, again, um, it's just a it's a it's the rule that makes the engagement. It's not the phone or lack of the phone. It's the rule. It's the expectation setting that I think paves yeah. the way for you to really have great com- conversations. Con- conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay well i love it um yeah i hope that was helpful to you thanks again to juan sanchez um who offered our listeners 15 percent off of any bagby product that you purchase through their etsy shop you can shop etsy and just type in bagby or bagby brand and uh, use the code mtr55 um yeah so go ahead and take advantage of that or any other rule that feels um like it would be helpful to you as you tackle this thing called cell phone addiction I'm going to go back to the pool. Okay. You enjoy your chips and guacamole and your, and your way. Right on. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. Something that was on my mind today is that this podcast may be helpful to you. You might get a, a nugget of wisdom that you hold on to and you think about for the next couple of days. But I would really love it if you had the ability to pass this on to somebody else. And sometimes you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And I think it might be really helpful if you have somebody that you care about, a relationship that you want to help nurture as a friend, as a mentor. I do um, ask for you to email our podcast to somebody and just ask for them to listen to it. Also, as always, we would love a review. You have to log into iTunes in order to give the review. And for that extra five minutes that you take, I'm giving you a big air hug right now. Thanks so much.